It's full of fresh starts, new beginnings. We leave 2023 behind and wonder what 2024 has in store for us. And at the beginning of each year, the world tells us to embrace our best selves, or at least strive towards a healthier, wealthier, or wiser version of ourselves. January seems to be the season of self-improvement. However, we've just left a different season, haven't we? Where we've gathered for stories and worship experiences evoking the sights and sounds of Christmas. A young woman's labor pains, baby's breath, swaddling cloths and manger scene, watchful, protective eyes that wonder and smile, a star that shines and guides, angels and shepherds and God so near. Yesterday was the epiphany, and for a moment we still remain close to the nativity scene, welcoming the three unexpected and worshipful visitors who locate the Christ child and present gold and frankincense and myrrh, discovering something so amazing they change course and do not return to the one who sent them. Perhaps in this new year, what we are truly after is our own transformative experience, something so profound that we, like the wise men, might be overcome by the undeniable presence of God. In our post-Christmas reality, we still long for another breakthrough in our world. A lasting gift of Christmas, something not tied up in ribbons and bows. And as Bishop Payne said earlier in our Exploring Spiritual Treasure class, he said, we need all the Christmas we can hold. And I think that's so true. I do believe we have received a lasting gift. You see, Jesus enters the world where he will join in with the joys and the heartaches and everything in between that we experience as humans. And he will not do this from lofty heights wearing a crown or commanding an army. He will not jockey and scramble to claim a position of power like those around him. His kingdom will be built by the way he stands with the poor and the oppressed, those in need of healing, and the way he practices justice when others wielding religious or political power do not. Today, our gospel from Mark leads us to a place where the Christmas story expands and we see God's solidarity is Christ's lasting gift for us. We now move forward quite a bit in the gospel. Jesus is no longer a baby, and neither is his cousin John, a wild and woolly prophet, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for folks who are gathering from the whole Judean countryside. Our text says this includes all the people of Jerusalem. Those being baptized are seeking an experience of the holy like no other with the wilderness preacher setting the stage for the arrival of Jesus. Notice that John focuses on the gift that God will bestow. He proclaims, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. And I have baptized you with water, 
but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. This is the promise of God coming in power and solidarity to us. Anticipation builds. Jesus shows up and is baptized by John in the Jordan. And then something happens where God breaks through in an amazing way. As Jesus comes up out of the water, he has a spiritual encounter where something so wondrous happens where there is no denying the activity of God. He looks up and sees that the heavens are torn apart. God comes near with the Spirit descending like a dove on him. Not like a gentle whisper, but more like a bold outpouring of holy presence and love. And power and confirmation of his belovedness. The gift of the Spirit will be the gift that sticks with our Lord, sustaining him accompanying him and propelling him forward. In that moment, Jesus sees with his own eyes that God is willing to tear apart the heavens for the Father to be near his Son, the one whom he has chosen to complete an earthly mission of salvation. And in doing so, God breaks down barriers between heaven and earth. Commenters point to the use of the word torn in our text as a story connector in Mark. The word torn or schizo, it will appear again next at the crucifixion of Jesus where the curtain of the temple is torn in two. When humanity demonstrates the worst with the death of Jesus, God does not turn away but instead reveals great power. This is the God who says, hey, things may look bad, but this ain't over. It's not over till love wins with resurrection power for Jesus and the promise of eternal life for us. It ain't over. So today, we will practice our own solidarity and faith as we celebrate the baptism of our Lord with baptisms in our own community. And so I ask you to hold those being baptized, Happy, Lucy, Jack, Hunter, Karis, and Ethan, hold them in your prayers, will you? It's our way to stand with these precious children, just like God stands with us, to welcome them into the household of God, just as God has welcomed us. It is truly a day to celebrate the God who breaks through for us. And as we continue to navigate this new year, we do not have to prescribe to half-hearted rituals that have always been our go-to. Instead, the season after the epiphany is calling us to something more radical, but yet simple, as we look with hope towards the many holy and breakings of God in our world. May we respond to God's presence in our life by offering our thoughtful attention and presence to one another. It's a resolution of our faith in this new year. And this may be as simple as a kind word, a prayer, a handwritten card, or looking someone in the eye, sitting with them, being willing to listen. It's that gift of lasting presence.
to let us remember that we worship the one who tears apart the heavens, who pours out the Spirit upon us in baptism, the one who will not stop until the whole creation is made new. So may our participation today in baptism, in prayers, in our our worship here, and in our mission of love that we take outside these church walls, may that be the way forward in this new year and in every season. Amen.